from Salem the Podcast. We are your hosts and favorite Salem tour guides. My name is Jeffrey Lilly. And I'm Sarah Black. And today we've got some little different-ish. A fun episode. Yeah. A <laughs> little bit lighthearted after all the uh, morbid talk the last two. Yeah. The Sarah Good episodes were heavy. Yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot. We, we trying to keep it all that heavy. We want to give you a little reprieve. Give you a little this, give you a little that. So today we are going to be reviewing a movie. I'm trying to remember how this came about, like how I stumbled on it. I can't remember. Was it when we were watching the... Um, I know I showed you the trailer recently. The the other thing. What was the other thing? Oh my God. The thing. The thing we reviewed. The Oh, oh, Dead Hot. Dead Hot. Thank you. Mm. I think, I feel like you found it when... Maybe. And they were like, oh, we have to know. do this as well. I don't know. I don't know how it came up, but anyway, somehow we stumbled on this gem of Salem pop culture. Yeah. We didn't cover it in the pop culture episode either. Because we didn't know it existed. Yeah. But it, uh, so it came out in 2009 or sorry, 2019 and it is called Mass Hysteria. It's an hour long. It's free on Tubi? Yeah, it's free. Go, you better go watch it after this or, (laughs) or if you want to... If you don't want any spoilers, pause and go watch it now. Oh, I, that's that's not that's a good suggestion. And then you can come back to the podcast yeah. and you can bond with us over all this ridiculousness because yeah. it was quite entertaining. So yeah, uh, before we get into it, go watch Mass Hysteria. Come back to us in an hour, uh, or if you're like at work or driving, don't do that. Wait. Or convince your coworkers to watch it with you. <laughs> <laughs> but not if you're driving. Yes. Dangerous. Yes. Uh, other than that, uh, let's let's get into some, some other stuff before we get into mass hysteria. Sure. How about some tour time? I got nothing. You got nothing? I know. You I got nothing? Nothing. No like crazy drunk people or anything? I, I'm, I'm sitting here like every day. I'm like, okay, okay. I'm going to get some wild story. People it's just very just great. mellow and yeah, nothing's really okay. Yeah, so I haven't gotten my little black book to put descendant tallies in yet, but I keep thinking about it, and it just needs to happen at some point because you know I ask on all my tours, right. and I've now I've been really taking note of who I get. Like I had someone I may have mentioned this uh, a couple episodes ago who could trace their line back to one of the jurors who convicted a lot of people. Mm -hmm. So like, that's a whole nother, we never talk about the jury, the jurors. I had one woman this week who I think it was her or she knew someone that could trace back to Giles Corey's first wife. Ah, she is buried in Charter Street. I thought that that was the second wife. No, the second wife was executed. No, that's his third wife. Third wife. Oh, is his second wife in Charter Street? Oh, you might be right. I believe Martha was his third wife. Okay, okay. I'm pretty sure. But yeah, and I think it's his second wife who's in Charter Street. And she, when I started doing ghost tours, was like a topic of discussion. Like you see a, a woman with a white dress wandering through Charter Street yeah. Cemetery. It is Giles Corey's second wife who supposedly pushed down the stairs and now she's haunting the memorial because it idolizes him. Just, you know. Salem ghost stories. Yeah, no, that that sounds exact. You know, I that 
I keep seeing something there every night. I, I didn't know that that's clearly, Is, obviously. Giles Corey's yeah, second wife. man. <laughs> <laughs> How did I miss that notation in, in school? Oh, but yeah, it was really cool. It was, it was interesting. I was like, I've never got one of you before. <laughs> I literally, literally said that. Um, but yeah, that's, that's my tour time. Anything else? Um, I oh. mean, it was a wild time in the city the past couple days. Yeah, it's getting busy. Well, no, I mean, there was, uh, I missed the, um, hot sauce festival at the satanic temple dude i didn't even know that was happening i love spicy food yeah so disappointed i missed that and then the cranus the t- roaring 20s party at the crane estate was this weekend as well <laughs> totally not on my radar yep lots of fun stuff going on not yeah. just in salem but around salem there's always something it's one of those things where you're like shoot i'm going away this week and you're like oh no what am i missing yeah and uh it's always something so. but there's always going to be one next year yeah I did actually. I did do something fun last week with a couple of our diehard listeners and fans. Okay, a uh, Mr. Tyler and Mr. Todd uh, uh, from they are the the Canadians or yes, the, one of them. Yes, one yes, of them yes. is Canadian. The, the uh, COVID Canadian. <laughs> yes, the gentlemen who were so they're married, but they were separated by the border during Mm -hmm. COVID one was in Canada, one was in New York and they would meet up and go to Salem. And that was like their sanctuary. And that was like their reconnecting place. And they just love Salem. They're actually looking for an apartment in one of the uh, neighboring towns because they come here so much. So every time they come to town, we usually like grab a drink or they'll come on tour. And they treated me this time to a dinner in the vault at Rockefeller's. Oh, that fancy little hole in the wall yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's funny it looks super crazy cool when you're going into it because they mm-hmm. got the door open you can see all the like locking mechanisms but then when you're inside it it's just like a cement shell like you feel like you're in a bomb shelter like <laughs> oh yeah but it was cool and okay. it's supposedly the most haunted spot right so sure. that's what i've always been told is like the vault has all the hauntings the weird phenomena so it was fun it was cool yeah it was, it was, and you don't have to pay anything to reserve it. You can just, so. just ask on a Friday night, hey, can we go eat in the vault? It's a nice little date idea. Yep. Yeah. Be kind of cool. Yeah. And then the next day, we went on a Mahi Mahi cruise. Ooh, a little, little harbor cruise. Which I have never done before. I've done the fame like mm-hmm. dozens the of times. Hundred times. Uh, but Mahi Mahi, I have not. And we went on the Finback, which if you recall back to the Tiki Hut boat episode with Karen and Scott. Karen, when, uh, when they went on their first date, remember, she had to walk across the Finback oh, to get yes, onto yes, his boat. Yes, yes. And she told us that story, and I had no idea what she was talking about, really. Uh-huh. Like, I knew, I know that it's a boat, like a charter boat, but I didn't know, like, I couldn't visualize it. So I got to actually go on it. It was really cool. So shout out to Tyler and Todd. Thank you so, so much. And happy belated birthday, Tyler. All the things. All the things. There we go. Happy birthday, guys. Appreciate you. Yeah, you guys uh, stopped by uh, my tour on your way back. Oh, yes, we did. Yes. We did come see yes. you. Yeah, we had some drinks in yeah. us at that point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, we recorded that night, and I think I still was feeling it a little a, bit. A little, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Sarah, good part two. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it helps. It helps. And one last little item on the agenda, some Patreon shout outs. Oh, yeah, it's been a couple weeks. Yes, so we got some thank yous to issue to you fine folks. 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 I mean, they could be fine. 
I think they're just, they signed up for the Patreon. I think they're maybe quite they're, fine. Maybe they're better than fine. Okay. Maybe they're great. Maybe they're stunning. I, I don't know. Stunning. Could be. Hit me. Okay. So coming off the list here, we have Christine Farrow. Thank you, Christine. Appreciate you. And a big thank you to Zachary Van Dyke. Thank you, Zachary. Thank you, Zachary. And coming up next, Dawn. Just Dawn. Just Dawn. Thank you, Dawn. And how about a big thank you to Nicole? Thank you, Nicole. Just Nicole. Just Nicole. No, no last name. They're 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 iconic. Yes, they're on that list yes, of our, yeah. our icons. <laughs> and coming up to round out the list for the day, we got Megan Flint. Thank you so much, Megan. We appreciate you. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you to everyone who's subscribed and watching our stuff and getting all the cool extras on the Patreon. Yes, and I believe there are still postcards going out, yep, right? Yep. Yep. So if you didn't receive one, reach out and we will get you a replacement. Yeah, I've had a couple of people be like, I never got mine. I'll be like, I'll send you another one. I bet the male people are stealing them. Mm. They're like, mm, this looks cool. I'm going to keep it. Yeah. All right, guys, let's dive into Mass Hysteria. The movie, not the act of yeah. it. <laughs> this 2019 cinematic masterpiece garnered a 5.1 on IMDb. Yeah, yeah. I was hoping there would at least be some Rotten Tomato score. But there's not. It didn't. It, it hasn't. No. Uh, keep in mind, it's like a, I don't, it's an indie movie. Yeah, yeah. so, so Low this, budget. Isn't, this isn't some... A big production company. Like no Steven Spielberg. Yeah, yeah. But um, I think it, they do very, very well. And I saw in several of the comments that they, for the budget that they had, uh-huh. they do a very good job. It is very well done. The lighting's great. The acting's great. Cinematography's good. The special effects, like, there was a lot of, like, blood and vomit. Yep. And it's actually pretty well done. In some pustuling. Yeah. Yeah. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> and it is set here in Salem, um, which which was fun throughout the, the whole movie. I, the whole, like, I'm like pretty much the entire thing is filmed right in town. Yeah. There's a couple places that are distinctly not in town. But, you know, uh, if you go back and listen to our pop culture episode, we're like, well, this tiny little bit of Hocus Pocus and this little bit of Lord of Salem. And, you know, there was that one scene in Bewitched. But, you know, even this one, we went off. Right. But this one, you get to like. Like like 90% it's so of the fun. thing is in Salem. It was so good. Oh, I don't even know. I kept, like, I swear, I spent half the movie, like, looking past the characters. Oh, yeah. And trying to figure out exactly where they were at. Yeah. So I, I watched it twice. I okay. watched it f- once yesterday. Because it's only a little over an hour. And then I wanted to just give myself a refresher. So I, I watched about 75% of it this morning with my morning coffee. <laughs> and I was able to like pick up on more stuff. Mm-hmm. Plus there is a big twist at the end. Mm-hmm. So like going back and watching it, like you can see how they did sprinkle in hints that led to that person. But, yep. you know, yep. you don't you don't catch them the first time around. So I do want to give them a quick summary. This is right off of IMDb. A group of Salem witch trial reenactors find themselves at the center of a modern day witch hunt. So uh, plot wise, I think it's really well done. Yeah. Uh, Clearly someone knows at least a a little bit about the trials. Yes. Um, So that was helpful. And it's clearly based off of um, 
cry innocent. Oh yeah, I was thinking that too. I was getting cry innocent vibes, also uh, at some points Gallows Hill theater vibes. Um, I think they might have been in there at one point. That's what I know. That's no, what I was. I was I, like, I don't, they weren't. They looked like th- there were moments though, yeah, like like yeah. the dark performance moments. It looks like you are sitting in that theater, but yes, very much like Cry Innocent. I would say whoever put it together definitely did a good amount of research yep. just on the trials and like on Salem as a town like they probably went to cry innocent at least once they obviously went to pioneer village Mm -hmm. they went to the witch history museum when in one of the opening scenes as the town is waking up you see someone roll out the cart and it has the witch history museum panel on the front and I'm like whoa this is real. Like, like this is like, this is Salem. Yeah. Like this is, it feels so much like home. Um, what well, is it? I mean, it's, they're literally on Essex street and like they're the town hall and yep. the, the scene starts, which is, was a little weird that they had the scene start in the memorial, but what do you mean? They didn't, they didn't touch the memorial at all. Yeah. The, the, the first scene is in the memorial. What? Are you sure? Yeah. I don't think so. I did not recognize it at all. Yeah. Oh, shit. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I can't believe I was wrong about this. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Okay. Wow. Where the heck did they? Okay. Jeff was right on this one. Um, Where they they hung a noose in? I'm guessing someone probably just was holding it or was on like a. Oh, on like a pole or something. Can you imagine walking by as there are people dressed in Puritan garb and there's a noose hanging above them? I can't even imagine. I, I, if anyone who is listening, who lives in town, who was around when this was being filmed or remembers like encountering the cast and crew, please like reach out, let us know. I would love to hear if there are any funny stories attached to this. Although I'm sure tourists walked by and they're just like, oh, in Salem. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or maybe that's what the locals were thinking. It's like, oh, that's oh, Salem. Salem. <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't even know it was a film crew. <laughs> right, right. Oh, that's but, too funny. Yeah, I, I appreciate her speech given from the memorial. I think that that's good. But the noose is a little off, but that's fine. The whole thing is just, like I said, pure entertainment. It's a yeah. little bit spoofy. It's a little bit satire-y. Uh, it follows. So the main character. Are, are we doing a spoiler? We're not doing a spoilers free. We're going to. No, we're going to okay, we're gonna okay. just dive in and talk about it. So the protagonist is a woman named Paige, uh, a young woman. She's really into acting and yeah. she's looking to make it big into Broadway. I think she was trying to get a job in New York. But what she's doing currently is acting in a recreation of the trials. Yeah. So just like Cry Innocent. Right. But they call this mass hysteria. Based on the lines that she says in that opening scene, I think it's safe to say that she was playing Sarah Good. Yeah. Which is very fitting that we just talked about Sarah Good. We didn't even plan that. So she's uh, she's caught her big break in New York. And uh, she's one last mass hysteria show in Salem. It's Halloween. Yeah, that's the one thing I will say they did not get right is that is not what Salem looks like on Halloween. Well, they they would have had to cast 100,000 extras. Oh, yes, they would have. They they had 10, which was fine. Although the tropes... Oh, my gosh. ...that they had for the extras. For the tourists. (laughs) Yeah. It's hilarious. Yeah, some very uh, uh, classic tourists. 
there was a great line she uh, delivers in the opening when she's talking about doing her last show. She says, I've survived five Halloweens in Salem. What's one more? <laughs> yeah, I feel that. And I f- empathize so <laughs> much with that statement. You're like, oh, okay. I thought the, uh, when the tourists get here. Mm-hmm. Right. So there's like several scenes of quote unquote locals, like someone's just sitting there reading the newspaper. Someone's like watering their flowers. Yeah. It's just like a normal day. And then it's like the tourists are here. The tourists are coming. The tourists are coming. And like the bus pulls up. It's the trolley. The yeah, trolley pulls yeah. up with the tourists on it. It's hilarious. And they all like like pile out like some clown car. And you've got like frat bros and drunk guys and foreigners yep. and and a bachelorette party. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And you're like, okay, you 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 hit the nail on on the head. We, yep. <laughs> there's your your visiting Europeans, there's your bachelor party, and there's your your your, your drunk bros. So funny. Yeah. Oh, and there was a goth group too. You know, they were um European. Oh, they, they were, I, G- that was German? the same group. Yeah. 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 German. I think it was Scandinavian. Scandinavian. I saw it in the credits. Okay. They have it broken down by those tropes in the credits. And so whenever they talked, it was like. Yep. <laughs> yep. Kill the witch. Kill the witch. <laughs> it was, it was really fun. And one thing is that is hilarious about this movie is I think most of the time when you see the whole witch trial thing or witch hunt play out in a, in a movie or a TV show, it's usually, I don't know if this is the right word, subversive. Like it's not in your face. Like it's not literal. Okay, right. It's right. representative of yes. something else. Like yeah. it's a theme. But in this case, it is kind of literal where they, the tourists, think that they are hunting an actual witch and witches are real and they're killing people because of it. Yeah. Like when do we ever see that level of ridiculousness? No. But not, it, not it worked. Totally worked. And it all started with her performance, her final performance. Yeah. So when Paige is delivering her lines, the uh, the frat guys, I forgot what they're called, and we'll have to look at the credits because they, they have a specific name for them. Maybe it was Valley Boys. <laughs> <laughs> um, she gives the line, and the drunk, the probably the drunkest, rudest of them all, starts vomiting and collapses and dies right in the middle of the show, right in front of everyone. And that's kind of where everything just spins out of control. Yeah. And he had just drank himself to death. Uh, and the, the, the police officer, who was also kind of hilarious. Um, yeah, he was. Yeah. He was like, it was bound to happen at some point. <laughs> <laughs> he just happened to die on your watch. Yeah. It's like... Like these things happen, right? Like alcohol poisoning or, or alcohol related issues. Like it's not an uncommon thing, especially, you know, college age frat parties yep. and whatnot. People do die sometimes. And they took that actual thing that happens and then put it into this scenario and then be like, all of his friends are then mad that he's dead, which is fine. Like that's a legit thing to be upset about. But. <laughs> They're still drunk and they're like pissed at the witch and they're like, oh, she killed him. Like, well, no, guys, obviously we all just saw what actually happened, but you're just going down that rabbit hole of misinformation. Also, we do have an instigator in the midst as well. Yeah. The the preacher, which yes. his outfit was ridiculous. <laughs> he looks like he looks like, I don't know, when... um. 
you know, like Bruce Almighty or Evan Almighty, like when they meet God, <laughs> like that's what I recall. I don't even know if that's what they were wearing, but it was an all white suit. Yeah. Um, yeah. He is first seen like right outside the magic parlor on Essex Street. Uh-huh. And he's just preaching like we usually see, especially around October, which did you notice there were a lot of preachers out this weekend? I didn't notice like, any. They're starting. Yeah. There was one in front of the witch museum that was yelling so loud you could hear them from Armory Park screaming. Uh, but this this preacher in the film is kind of it very much taking on this like Cotton Mathery magistrate vibe where he's like trying to preach Samuel Paris trying to preach to these tourists and say, oh, there, you know, there is real witchcraft amongst, amongst us and she is influenced by the devil and the devil has her and this was no accident. And then they start to believe it. Mm-hmm. And then they really start to believe it when more people start getting sick. So it turns out it wasn't the drinking. No. Um, so we should, should we just give it away? Um, let's not say how or why. Okay. And there is some like red herrings in there. Maybe we don't even say who. Let's not spoil the who. Okay. Who done it. Okay. Okay. Or the, what they done it with. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's Um, it. That's, I think that's fair. So we'll say poisoned. Yes. They were all, they were being poisoned. The tourists were being poisoned. Which I really appreciated because obviously there's the, or got misinformation. Um, but why is everything happening? Everyone was poisoned. And it's sort of, it's in, it's, it's one of those easy answers to the Salem witch trials, right? Like mm-hmm. they were, they were sick or something. And that's exactly what's going on here is that they are genuinely sick. They have genuinely been poisoned. These people are ill and actually dying. And instead of going to the hospital, having some wherewithal to be like, holy shit, like, was it something in the water? Was it something they ate? Like, oh my, like, what's going on? Like, is you right? No, 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 no. We just jump to the conclusion that it's witchcraft. And you're like, yeah, no, that's, uh, that's pretty historically accurate yeah. right there. And they spend the whole night chasing the reenactors around. Yeah. And there are so many moments. Oh, there are so many good moments. I laughed out loud on multiple occasions. So much great smart humor that I think tour guides in particular uh-huh. or just workers in general in Salem will very much appreciate. There's one point. Also, by the way. Easy answer to all this. Just go hide in your home. I like, they're not going to get you. <laughs> but instead, they're running around the streets of Salem, which are empty, by the way. And it's supposedly Halloween night. Um, which is, is, to be fair, vaguely factual. Ah, uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. After 11. After yeah. 11. I, oh, and I did catch a little mistake they made when an emergency alert goes out and they're all on the bus and or actually they're on the trolley. Mm-hmm. They look down at their phones and it's it's nighttime. And it says three, yeah. so obviously it's three a.m. But it says October thirty first, which wouldn't make sense. Uh, it, would be November it would technically 1st. be November first. Uh, and I was like, "Oh, guys, come on, <laughs> come on!" But I get it for the feel, right? But they go, they end up going to Pioneer Village at one point, which was quite funny. And they run into a band of reenactors like historical reenactors like the die hard lexington and concord grab your muskets grab your red coats like let's go make bread in a 
cauldron outside my hut. <laughs> like they're at that level and they're in Pioneer Village. And it's so funny because the main reenactor has a bit of a standoff. He's obviously got some history, some beef with the stage director who oh. has left the reenactment, the costumes for the stage directing job. And it's just uh, uh, of, uh, of reenactors. And then there's like so a good. there's like a little oh we're like colonial we're like uh revolutionary war reenactors and you're like colonial reenactors. Yeah, you're this is stupid local history. Yeah. <laughs> and there it was I was like, I don't I know I do know people like that. Not in Salem. Um Oh yeah, there's some people that that are die hard yeah. about that stuff. It is more than a hobby. That is it's a y- lifestyle. Yes. Yeah, I know I know some people uh like that. But it was so funny, just I don't know. It wasn't out of place. I think that was that's that was one of the only things that I was like a little bit of a hiccup on. I was like Oh no, I loved it. I was like where Because then he ends up helping at the end well, too. Yeah, but you're you're just like there's a lot of things that are vaguely feasible. In this, like the tourists going crazy, they're running around downtown. Well, it's it's a spoof. I know, I know, I know. But now all of a sudden, you're like, now you're bumping into like Revolutionary War. If you if you bumped into like other witch trial actors or something, I don't know. No, but Pioneer Village isn't from 1692. Pioneer Village is 1630. Yeah. So like, it wouldn't make sense for. I mean, it makes sense that they would bump into those types of reenactors. I thought it was awesome. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> it I was, was funny. dying. Was funny. Oh my gosh. It's great. And then there was that weird, this, you talk about out of place. How about the Mad Max tribute? Did you notice that? Yeah, when they all got Mad on Max the, Fury Road. On the um, truck. Yeah. Yeah. And there, it's it's just straight out. It like like it, even the side shot. Yeah, yeah. That was pretty funny. Yeah, and then they start, they start winning. The bad, the bad tourists. The bad tourists. They 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 get one of the reenactors, and they get another one of the reenactors. Like literally killing them. Yeah, like, like running them over with cars. Yeah, I was like, I was that like, was a very Austin Powers kind of standoff <laughs> on that one, though. Oh yes, it's like could have just yeah. moved. It's <laughs> like ah, I'm like just jump jump to the left, dude. You're you're gonna be okay. <sighs> I enjoyed the. Uh, the cuts so they're running down an alleyway and then they're running down another alleyway and you're like no that doesn't make sense you can't or, do that or when they when they're all trying to be disguised as ghosts and they try to sneak through so the the preacher is preaching yeah. he's actually preaching where i and i think you yes. also yep. stop for tours yes. in what once was bridget bishop's apple orchard so yes. right behind old opus dire wolf uh and turner's that little square they did quite a few shots back there yeah and it took me until the second time watching really? i guess i just wasn't paying i was paying more attention to them okay at that point but then i went back and tried to like figure out the details yeah, and they, where they, they were at they're walking down an alleyway which isn't the opus alleyway and then they come out of the opus alleyway yes and i'm like oh Oh, and then they're in that area, and then they run a. When they leave, they run a different direction. Whichever direction they run isn't the direction where they end up, because oh, and then they come around from Essex onto that street mm-hmm. back towards where they were. Right? Does that make sense? Yeah, it's like what we do when we put together our little snippets of walking yeah. around town. <laughs> when they were coming down into that little courtyard behind Opus. And they were like, oh, my God, they're right there, right there. It's like, just turn around. Just, just turn around. Just turn There's around. like a million other ways you could go. <laughs> but then instead, they walk right through them. I'm just like, this does not, as someone who has seen this spot 
millions of times. This does not make sense. You could, you could just turn around and walk the other way. Too funny. Take a right. And go up and just yeah. take a right. Right head, there. Like head towards Essex. So easy. Yeah. So that was that was funny. One of them legged it down Higginson Square and then what looked like into the back of Ledger. Oh, I missed that. Yeah. And then and then he ends up maybe in the magic parlor. Dude, or? can you imagine walking around the streets one night and seeing this shit being filmed? So funny. It must have been like one in the morning too, because it yeah. was pretty empty. Oh yeah. So like the 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 night shots could not have been they weren't like eight o'clock at night shots. This is also so it came out in twenty nineteen, October first, twenty nineteen. So unless they're super quick on the turnaround, which it was a short indie film, I would mm. say it was either filmed that summer or the previous year. I mean, there was there was a lot of uh fall leaves scenes not too many i didn't th- i did not think that there was much fall leaf okay. Okay. leafage going on at all okay personally oh okay sorry but maybe just just go back and watch it yeah yeah because that's one of the things that i ever <laughs> since you told me about the hocus pocus thing where like when you're watching them walk through the commons yeah. and they have a bunch of fake fall leaves uh-huh. placed and then if you look in the distance you'll see all the green trees because it's yeah. actually summer that's what i actually look for now because you mentioned that and i personally thought that it was in probably summertime but who knows it's hard to say okay yeah uh i saw enough leaves that i was like like on, on some of the side shots that seemed mm-hmm. legit um, but one thing I did notice is that there wasn't there, unless they edited out, the, uh, you couldn't see their breath. Mm. So it couldn't have been that cold. Yeah. So I was thinking maybe like a September. Okay. Yeah, I would say September. So maybe probably September of the previous year. Yeah. 2018 would have been slightly less busy. I was like, this sounds so ridiculous. I was like, fingers crossed, maybe I made it in here. <laughs> you never know. Because when those early, like early in the day shots, they're just walking down Essex Street. Like you see random pedestrians walking yep. down the street. And so. it is, this, those shots also got to be pretty early too, or at least maybe on like a Wednesday. But yeah. Yeah. Actually, I came across a cool little uh, bit of what IMDb calls trivia. Okay. About someone walking down the street in one of those shots. So as Paige is walking down Essex Street at the beginning of the movie, there are two people walking in the opposite direction. There's a man in a denim jacket and jeans. He is actually Jason Paul, a very prominent street performer who dresses up as Jason. He goes oh. online. He's known as Mr. Boogeyman okay, or yep. Uncle Boogeyman. Uncle Boogeyman, yeah. And he's the one that has the uh, the bag, like the dead body bag that he carries around with like him. Like a lot. Yeah, like a lot. Like it's yeah. his pet. Like <laughs> yeah. He's always got it with him. Yeah. So that, so he's in it. Um, ah. Random little Very fun neat. fact thing I came across. Oh, I I'm saw ex- the, uh, the, uh, the end credits when I was going through and like the, the location. So I had to pause. And so it says location and like special thanks. Also like, like half the special thanks. I'm like, I know all those people. I didn't even see that. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't see that. I have to look. But they were thanking like you know, some of the city officials, some of the mayors, some, some people. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, I, I know you, uh, which was kind of neat. Uh, but the locations, I was like, yep, I saw that one. I saw that one. I don't know where the hotel was. Um, 
Which oh, I, when they're running through like the hallways and stuff. Yeah, they call it the Derby Hotel, mm-hmm. and I think it's just a generic, um, like Spring Hill Suites or something that they put like fake signs over. Yeah. Um, in in an adjacent town, but the other thing, uh, the police is the Beverly Police Station. Oh, you know, with like the sign that was like ba ba. It was yeah. glowing blue. It says police. I was like. That's, that's not Salem. Like, that's not Salem. Interesting. Um, yeah, so there are a couple of places where I had to, like, look, and I'm like, ah, that's where that was. But the the uh, hotel, which I still am I'm not sure, and the Beverly Police Station were two of them. But then they were all over the place. Like, some of the basement stuff looks like uh, they used some space at Gordon College, uh, or maybe that was just for editing. I'm not sure. Uh, the corn maze as well, up in wherever that is. I want to say where where is it? I, I was gonna say Ipswich. I, I want to say Ipswich, but I might be wrong on that. The um, the frat bros came off the trolley drinking Ipswich ale. <laughs> <laughs> Great product placement. And then he turns the uh, the six pack holder into a a hat and wears it for the rest of the movie, which is very typical. Also, there's that corn maze mm-hmm. chase scene. Like, you telling me you can't lose someone in a corn maze at night? Like, it should not be that hard. Person A had a very head start on person B. Like, it's dark. It's corn. Like, just, it, I don't understand how. But, you know, it's a funny movie, movie. right? It's spoofy. Yeah. It's yeah. spoofy. Just uh, stop running. And just, like, walk, like, five feet to your left. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> right? Uh, maybe don't make a big noise. Just crouch down and just, like, sit yeah. there. Ch- chances of them finding you are... <laughs> Fairly slim, uh, yeah. So, but no, it was uh, it was a lot of fun. I I genuinely do want everyone listening to go watch it because yeah, I think it is worth an hour of your time, especially if you enjoy Salem, and if not for anything else, just to see the locations and be able to point yeah, them if, out. If you've been here before, if you like coming to Salem, uh, check check it out because it's it's full of Salem locations. Full of little back alleyways and dark streets, and even in the the, the beginning scene, which also the the bad luck bit was was funny. Oh, the broken mirror on yeah. Essex Street. Yeah. yeah, and then she walks underneath a ladder. Oh, I missed the ladder. Yeah, part. yeah, she did have a pretty unlucky day. So, what would you rate it out of thirteen witch hats? I don't know, like both one and thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> like thirteen for what it is. Like like it it is such a niche movie. I don't even know if it is a movie. It's a film, but it's yeah, like it's yeah. on the shorter side. But so I, I can't imagine if you didn't care about Salem and you didn't care about the witch trials, enjoying that at all. Yeah, like I would agree. It's you, you gotta you gotta know your way around Salem and know your way around the witch trials a little bit. But if you do, yes. I think you're going to like it. Yeah, especially if, like, grab a beer, grab some uh, Salem friends. Make and, a drinking game out yeah. of it. <laughs> every time they say witch. <laughs> yeah, every time someone chokes to death. Yeah. The, also, I, I and I enjoyed the, um in the beginning, the, the, the God will give you blood to drink. And the fact that that's what ends up happening. And that's yep. what ends up happening to, to everyone. They're all like. <laughs> yep, <laughs> so poetic. The, the fake blood spilling out of their mouth. Um. But that was very good. Yeah, I kind of want to give it two ratings too. I was thinking the same thing. Because <laughs> like obviously I'm not going to put it in my top five movies of all time. Like this is not this is not a Mummy Returns for me. No, no. <laughs> um, but 
for what it is. Like I would watch that. Oh, I hope no one takes offense to this. I'm not the biggest fan of Hubie Halloween. Like I think I enjoyed this more. Yeah. Than Hubie Halloween. I'll uh, I'll jump on that bandwagon. Maybe I do want to give that one another uh, another go this season because it's been a while. No, I'm good with never watching it again. <laughs> but. This was, I think it was, it was smart. It was well done. And the fact that we work in the industry mm-hmm. and this is kind of basically like this parallels our lives. Yeah. It was very relatable. Uh, I'm going to give it, I'm going to give you one rating and it's going to be a six out of 13. So, so just dead. Dead center. Center. Almost. It'd be like six, five. But. I'm compromising between the fact that like, this is not. I'm pro- I don't know how many times I'll watch this again, but <laughs> it is. I'm going to make everyone else I know watch it. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> if you catch my drift. Yeah, it's not something you're going to be like, oh, it's Christmas Day. Let's sit down and watch a movie <laughs> with the family, right? Like, But if I'm like throwing like a sleepover party or something yeah, yeah. Pe- and we're like, all drinking some wine. Like and you, eating, if your sister comes to visit, you're like, okay, hold on. We need to watch this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, definitely an odd mix there. Um, so if you're listening, if you're a Salem resident, watch it. You love coming to Salem, watch it. I know a couple other tour guides listen. You guys have to watch it. Uh, if you've worked <laughs> in Cry Innocent, you have to watch it. Um, <laughs> it should be. If you work anywhere in town, yeah, watch it. Yeah. Oh, so entertained. So good. I'm so glad we. Oh, actually, let me before before we wrap this up. I did get a message from someone about another. We need to dig harder on this pop culture because I think we have a small list going of like Salem features. Okay. So let me see what they said. Well, as, as you you look up that, so you you, I'd asked you what this was and I couldn't remember, and you're like, you can figure it out, and I was like, I I have no idea. Uh huh. I genuinely like I couldn't remember what it was called all. So I was like, but it was like a haunted movie in Salem. And so I Googled haunted Salem movie. And there's a movie called A Haunting in Salem. What's it called? Or what's it about? I don't know. It's a 2001, sorry, 2011 hour and a half horror movie with an R rating. And the uh, uh, description <laughs> 3.3 on IMDb. Ooh. The new sheriff of Salem, Mass, has to protect his family from the vengeful ghosts in his house after he discovers that he is the victim of an ancient curse. <gasps> well, I know what we're watching <laughs> next. Are uh, you kidding? Yeah. And I was like, I've never heard. I don't think I've heard of this. Oh, my but gosh. But it, it looks like you can see the. Uh, oh, that's great. Wait, let me see that. As I say, I feel like this looks like a house that you would see in, on Essex Street. Right? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so we might have to uh have to tackle that next. We'll see. We'll see how that looks. Okay, so I can't find the message. I can't remember. Oh, we get so many messages and I feel so bad because most of them, well, not most of them, some of them tend to fall for through the cracks. Uh, but I try to read everything as much as I can. Someone had sent us a message about a mini series, I believe. And I think I might have found it. I think I have it. I can't remember if I found this organically or if this was the one that they suggested, but it's called Salem Witch Trials. It's It came out in 2003. It's an American-Canadian historical drama series, miniseries, uh, directed by Joseph Sargent, starring Christy Alley, 
and Alan Bates. Okay. The dramatization of the Salem Witch Trials. Cool. So, something to look into. Yeah. Kirsty Alley plays Ann Putnam. Interesting. Interesting. So, yeah, maybe we'll have to do, ooh, I bet we could construct a, a part two of pop culture. Or did we do, we did two parts. Yeah. Part yeah. three of pop culture. Of forgotten. Yeah. <laughs> things Not we forgotten, missed. just, you know, you're always learning. Th- always new things to stumble upon. Things we missed the first time. Yeah. Yeah. I think we could make that happen. Definitely enough out there, so. One, two, three things uh, off the bat. Yep. Yeah. And, uh. We can include, you know, our, our favorite board games as well. <laughs> yes, there, there are more in the works as well. Yeah. So. Well, I think that uh, just about does it for today. Yeah. Thank uh, you guys so much for tuning into this fun little review of Mass Hysteria. Obviously, we didn't reveal the uh, who is the killer. Who and, done it. And how they've been done in it. How they do it. But uh, there's... Also, other dead people. We got. There's going to be tourists who are going to be dead. There's going to be reenactors who are going to be deaded. Yeah, uh, you don't even. You have no idea. Yeah, it, it who's going to die? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, so go take an hour of your day. Uh, uh, watch, watch that on on Tubi. Uh, yeah, I'll put the link in the show notes. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. See your favorite dark Salem Street corner, or whatever. <laughs> and let us know what you think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. If you guys end up going to watch it, please. Give us a shout. Yes, yeah, send us send us your reviews. We'll we can tag us online. Yeah, yeah, we'd love to see it. We can, we can read some of those. What, what people thought? Oh my gosh, that would be <laughs> so funny! All right, that's it. Have a wonderful week, everyone. Thanks for listening. See you later.